They tore my asshole out when I turned 30, okay? That's my autobiography. <laughs> and I don't mean Hollywood did or figuratively. I mean, that happened to me. No, they tore my butthole apart. <laughs> tore it out. The remake of Logan's Run, that's the theme. Is when you turn 30. <laughs> they, take... they tear your asshole out. <laughs> Carousel is a lie. Buttholes are a lie. Merry Christmas. Hey, it's Santa Claus. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Why don't you take your presents? Why don't you stick them right up your chimney? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry, guys, if I sound groggy, it's because I just settled down for a long winter's cat nap. <laughs> you should make that into a, uh, should make that into an apron. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to episode 440. Uh, also, episode three of the Mighty Christmas Trilogy from Ear and Loathing. We are the Gitmo Bros. We are the mirthful yuletide number one rockers forever and uh i guess we're gonna we got george in the torture chamber today for our last round of christmas torture so let's speaking of that guy we like to call him the media darling of ear and loathing and he wants to say hello to you right now hi i'm george white you know and and they say life begins at 40 and our podcast is 40 today and I'm full of Yuletide cheer because of it. I'm full of Christmas cheer. Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm 40. <laughs> he's not mad at Christmas at all, that guy. No. Or at, or at the fact that he's missing some digits off his actual age. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I collectively, we're 40 as this podcast. We're 40, we're 40 guys. Come on. 40, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And also, calling in from the massive North Star. <laughs> <laughs> Inside uh, joke, fuckers. Yeah, I wish you guys could could hear what we were talking about before the show started. He's calling in from the North Star. He's my North Star. He's George's North Star, and he's certainly his doctor's North Star. <laughs> Why don't you say hello? Baringa! Santa digs me because my disposition is sweet. Mrs. Clogs digs me because dis ass is even sweeter. <laughs> Because this ass is even sweeter. <laughs> I couldn't even do it. Just trying to be a pro. Like an asshole. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So, oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Santa Claus digs me because I'm sweet. And <laughs> why did it go? Because Santa digs me because Santa digs me because my disposition is sweet. Mrs. My Claus, Mrs. Claus digs me because this ass is even sweeter. This ass is even sweeter. <laughs> And you like to get Mrs. Claus in disposition. That's right. Hey, oh, hey, hey come oh. on. All right. Well, we are all here. We're all hopped up on eggnog. We are. Spiced eggnog. And uh, we do have to check in with, speaking of drunks, why don't we see what this little moonshine chugging elf has to say? Hi there. Welcome to Kibbit's Corner. 
Well, he, you know, even when he's drunk, he sounds kind of sounds the same. Sim, uh, Cle- I think Clem's full of Christmas moonshine, not eggnog. <laughs> he's just Christmas moonshine. That's, that's right. Just, that's what he's full of. He did crack an egg in it, though. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Brent gets the protein. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Rocky. I'm like Rocky. <laughs> You're sitting on a rock. That's <laughs> so. So I guess George. Uh, Clem has opened the door for you to unveil your Yuletide mirth today. Sure. Since you're in the torture chamber, you now get control of Kibbit's Corner. Please proceed. Here we go. Um, so I, uh, what I want to hear from, I'll, I'll go first, but I want to hear from you guys is, is what was your, what's your best Christmas? What was your, the best gift you ever got? Tell me the story of being so excited you couldn't sleep the night before because you're anticipating Christmas so much. It doesn't have to be when you were a kid. It could be later on in life, but your best Christmas that you remember. The best Christmas. Best Christmas. The best gift. The best Christmas morning that we're. So for me, I'm, it's 1979. I'm 13 years old. And, um, I already have a five piece, no, six piece pearl drum kit that I got maybe a year, year and a half before that. And that was pretty expensive. So I can't ask for, you know, more, I can't ask for more stuff. I can't ask for any more drums, really expensive drums. And I'm really hung up on big drum sets like Peter Chris has, like Neil Peart has. And the smaller toms, like the little toms to the left, they're like, you know, six, eight, and 10. Like those are, those look custom made to me. And if you want to get those, that's going to cost a lot of money. I can't ask for those. And I'm in the music store one day because I like to go early before my lesson, look at the guitars and stuff. And I I spot these drums in the corner and I'm like, what the fuck are those? What the hell is that? (laughs) And they were Roto Toms. (laughs) And I am so excited to find out that Roto Toms, the three of them, are only $130. And I looked it up and they still are only $130 with the stand and everything. Defies inflation. And I'm, and I'm so excited about them. And I don't even know what they are. I'm just looking at them. They look cool because for those of you who don't know, they're like, they screw into a stand instead of tuning them with a key. You can actually turn the whole drum to loosen or tighten the head. And so I start looking for them because the drummers I like don't have them. It's more of a prog rock thing back then, which I'd kind of forgotten that like, you know, like Phil Collins had one and, and Terry Bozio and, you know, and then Billy Cobham had the octobons and all that. And I was so excited and, and, and I saw them and I told my mom I wanted them. And then I go and every week I'd go to when I went to my lesson, I'd see if they were still there, if she had bought them. And she was she was smart enough to like wait till like a few days before Christmas. So I thought I wasn't getting them. And so now it's Christmas morning at my uh, at my uncle's house in, in San Marino, his big mansion where he spends Christmases. And I'm excited out of out of my mind. I'm just I I can't I can't sleep wondering if I'm going to get Roto Toms or not. So excited! And to add to this, I've also this Christmas decided that it was funny when I was a kid that I had jammies with the feet in them, <laughs> and I think that's funny. <laughs> and my mom thinks that's funny, but you can't get jammies with the feet in for an eighth grader because I basically was pretty much the height I am now. You know, I didn't have a growth spurt or anything when 10th grade, I was, you know, five foot seven or five foot eight, probably in eighth grade. So she gets me long johns instead, like red long john, you know, underwear or like a full, like onesie, but they don't, there's no feet in them. 
but a full red long johns uh long john pajamas sort of and i love running around in those because i discovered that they have a drop seat so you don't have to take them off when you take a dump (laughs) and what i love doing is of course pulling my pant pulling the drop seat down and mooning everybody because i'm 13 (laughs) and i think that's about the funniest thing in the whole goddamn world it's a christmas miracle so imagine me now running around this mansion in san reno i have this fucking red pajamas on (laughs) these red one piece pajamas and i'm i'm mooning everybody and thinking i'm funnier than anything which is already creepy on christmas morning and i just think that's funny and then so it comes and now my turn to to you know do a gift and i get the rototoms and I run around the whole living room, the whole everywhere, the grounds of the mansion yelling, oh, my God, Roto Tom Toms. Oh, my God, Roto Tom Toms. And that becomes a tradition in my family for the, from then on when every time anyone opens up a gift and is excited about it, my uncle would shout, oh, my God, Roto Tom Toms. Like he did that last year. Like everybody, he, he, he just passed, but he, everyone in our whole family now goes, oh, my God, Roto Tom Toms. <laughs> and that was... That was my best Christmas. I was so excited to get them. I had them probably till I was in my early 20s when I sold them to a percussionist named Chilo. (laughs) 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 And I remember his name because I thought, who would want Rototoms after I was, you know, done with them? And they were, it was just my drum set was so huge. I'm like, I got to get rid of something. And those were, those were it. And oh, and I also meant to tell you that, that this is nerdy drummer stuff, but maybe Damon will like it, that. In my drum solo that I had, you know, when you're that age, you construct your drum solo that you're going to you know, always play on stage. And part of my drum solo was I would, you know, take one hand during the solo and turn the drum heads and hit it with one stick and like, doom, 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 like that on all of the rototoms. That was part of my, that was part of my drum solo was changing the tone with the drum with, with, with one hand. I figure you got to do that. If you have that piece of equipment, that's a must. They'll take you away from you if you don't do that. Well, I, I didn't, I've never seen any, I'd never seen anyone. I I thought I was a genius. I'm like, this is great. Well, you're 13. What doing? <laughs> what are you gonna know at thirteen? You gotta do it. I feel like even non-drummers were going like kind of whispering to the person next to them. Why is he tuning his drums during the solo? What, what is, what's he doing? <laughs> what is happening? Should have taken care of that before the solo started. <laughs> he's hitting them. What's he? He's so okay. So he's trying to figure it out right now. <laughs> he's his own roadie. And uh, to to add to this, because the internet's a wonderful thing now, while I was doing my uh, my research for this to figure out like, oh yeah, right, I should find out something about Rototoms and where they came from, because I didn't remember, and um, I ordered a shirt um, that says Rototom on it and has a Rototom, and my t-shirt is in the mail now, and it will be here soon. Oh, I wish yeah. it was here for tonight so I could wear it, but it's not here yet. <laughs> so I continue my love affair with Roto Tom Toms. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, I feel like your family, George, missed opportunity, like shouting out Roto Tom Toms is funny. <laughs> yeah. But also while exposing their butt would have been, you know, kind of exactly. pushed that over the it edge. Started, yeah, they yelled it out at the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bitter irony when we're talking about drums, timing <laughs> issues. <laughs> no, nobody nobody had no one had drop seat pajamas on except me <laughs> i think clem does clem probably it's exactly what clem has exactly you can take the boy out of alabama has. but you can't make yes. him put his butt I away loved, uh, 
I love my uh, I love my uh, my quote jammies <laughs> with the feet in them, but uh, with the drop seat for for an adult. Clems aren't just jammies; they're uh, his entire wardrobe is drop seat. You know, <laughs> probably got a drop seat. I even know what it was when I got him. I'm like, what's this? My mom's like, it's a drop seat. I'm like, what? <laughs> awesome, thanks, ma. And then I'm like, oh wait, look what I can do. <laughs> I had to drop front. You know, how many times did this happen at a, at a, like a slumber party? Hey, Aaron, and you turn around, and I'm just I just pulled my pants out. I pulled my drop seat down. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that shit anymore. You get uh, they take you away. They whisk you away. Yeah. Yeah, they whisk you right away if you do. Even if you're only, even if you're 13, and that's just good fun. <laughs> It's a hate Assault crime. with your buns. So, uh, <laughs> nice so Damon, bun. Nice buns. You want to uh, you want to go next, Damon, and tell us a story about your best Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> I I will only, but I'm going to say this is you know a term we use a lot on this show is a reliable disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, that I believe I, I know I lifted from Harvey Picard yeah. and okay. American. What's the name of that? American Splendor. Splendor. Yeah, American Splendor. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, I don't remember having good Christmases. I mean, I don't mean that like, you know, dad just, you know, uncorked a whiskey bottle and things went downhill from there every morning, every Christmas morning. But it was sort of like I was between two households. It was always a bummer. Um, My birthday is right next to Christmas, the 23rd. So that was a sort of like both became a bummer too, like damper. Right. Uh, I don't think I really... Think about fucking Scrooge. I don't. I just don't have Christmas spirit. I don't get it. Once, once you kind of learn that Santa Claus doesn't exist, you know, I was probably like seven or something when that revelation hit me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And and I just went, uh, who cares? You know, if I was in Buffalo visiting my dad I, for Christmas, I'd miss my mom. And if right. I was if I was in San Diego with my mom, I'd miss my dad. Right. And so the whole thing was just kind of depressing. There were also other elements in the house. Let's just call them partners of parents that that really made it difficult um and so i just didn't i i don't i I don't remember christmas ever like a specific one going i woke up and got that bike i was waiting for you know i I probably got good presents over the years um you know uh you know shirts that i liked or or a you know some toy that i wanted or something but uh it, nothing's nothing resonates with me really that much. I think the what I can say about Christmas now that I enjoy is the fact mm-hmm. that for the past I'm going to say 15 years or so, like there is no Christmas at my house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I kind of put, put my foot like people send us Christmas cards and we love those, like their families and their kids and stuff, and we kind of yeah. have a shelf that we put things up on. Yeah, and that's nice to see. And there's a little gift exchange on Christmas morning, uh, but it's basically like. It's been set up where the less Christmas, the better. I do like Christmas music, by the way, George. I'm I'm in your camp. Yeah, you right, know, I, I like I and um, you know, so I like playing Christmas music and stuff as long as it cuts off at a certain date. Yes, <laughs> anything like yeah, post yeah. like 1985, I don't want to hear. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so there are certain elements that I that I do employ in my Christmas celebration, but it's mostly just like this year I'm going to be in one of my favorite locales in all of the planet earth which is north county san diego i'm gonna start on my birthday and probably not leave until the day after christmas and just chill you know nice. so that's those are the kind of christmases i really enjoy now and kind of uh are satisfying to me and and sometimes even like and of course look forward to now so because i can't fucking wait till next uh till you know what is this the 30th yeah so till uh later next month when i am 
rolling into uh, North County, checking into the hotel, and just going, "All right, what's the first bar we hit?" You know, that's <laughs> that's, <laughs> and we're gonna roll through that for like for like three days, and then uh, come home. So look, that's look out, Mission Beach. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a very disappointing answer, uh, George. Well, it, and it's an answer. It's an yeah, answer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of think- had a different relationship with. Every holiday, like, you know, George is a, no, a nano on Thanksgiving, and some people love I fucking am. Halloween all I am. Portion. I'm a nano so, like, on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a funny thing. Like, you, it's, it's when people get aghast at someone's specificity on a holiday, it's funny because, like, wh- wh- what do you fucking care? I mean, it's nice, it's nice to like it. And the, and the good news about you, Damon, is that you've set it up now so that you can have a lovely time in your way. You you weren't feeling the other jive, which is sometimes can be jive, especially in a broken family, where like all of this other fake cheer is like a put on. It's a put on, <laughs> you know. And so like you know, why, why should I? Then it just looks faker. Like let me do my right. thing. You know, it's great to be with your chums and stuff. Yeah. You know, and then now as an adult, you could do it the way you want to do it. And like I think it's incredibly endearing about George that how much Georgie loves. I don't know. Maybe you should share this, George, about how much you, I, I've never. I don't know that you talk about it, but I oh, love. No, how I'm much a Christmas you asshole. Love Christmas. Oh my god, I mean, the worst. The decorations. <laughs> oh. He puts oh. the shit out on the lawn. Oh, everything. Like, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> and what I'll tell you something else, George, is that what you, your feelings about it give me great joy because I love you so much. But because it, it shows me that you had a beautiful childhood. You had a suburban safe reliable childhood of, you know, the problems that everybody does, but like you stayed in the same city, you stayed in the same state, you didn't move 47 times, you know, you didn't have a cast of assholes coming in all the time, you know, (laughs) for the most part, for the most part, you know? And so like, so you can grow to feel the purity and the, and the, and the loveliness of all that, you know? And I mean, that's my take on your scene. And and like, I love that you have that. It's not been my scene, but like my situation was way more like Damon's. Like chaos. Before Aaron, you you start. I can now insert a story in here that kind of says that a, a really great Christmas present that stems from uh, friends loving Christmas. Uh, we have a, a couple friend who every year has one of those white elephant parties. Yeah. For people who don't know, that's kind of like a, a, a gift exchange where it's it's the rules are too complicated to get into here, but you kind of steal other people's presents once they've taken them. Out of, from under anonymously from under the tree, um, so there's a there's a long story leading up to this. But at the end of this this party, they always have extra gifts left over because I guess people bring more than one, so it's not a one to one exchange. There's extras, and so they say, "Well, we got to get rid of the last ones." And one of the categories to go pick an extra gift is who has a birthday closest to Christmas, and it's always me. <laughs> <laughs> and so previous to that a girl had been god this is getting and turning into a long story but basically a girl had been gifted two baby turtles who are about the size of i don't know a silver dollar yeah and everyone in the in the room was just kind of horrified like who gives live animals as presents <laughs> right and and this the the douchebag who did it thought he was so funny but anyway so the girl was just mortified like what am, what am i supposed to do with these turtles yeah, they live forever by the way like what <laughs> right <laughs> turtles are 90 years old yeah right yeah. <laughs> so back to the part where i was able to, i was able to go you know pick a gift because my birthday was closest to christmas and at that point you can either pick a gift or steal a gift and uh i sort of went all right should I do it? And and uh, Zader said, "Yep." And I went over to the girl. And I go, "Give me those turtles." And so, 
that's how I got the turtles, the, was on, at, and the turtles was on the the Christmas spirit. I was like a Scrooge who woke up on Christmas morning. And uh, ever since both Aaron and George have met my turtles. Yes. Those are the same ones, huh? The same ones. And, and, and so how old are they? That was in 2015, I think. So they're, they're going to be seven this year. If that's what a, right. This is a Christmas miracle, David. It's a great story. <laughs> you know what? I probably got that date wrong. I'm going to get yelled at. It might even be like 2013. So they could be even older. But it's somewhere in there. And um, and so, yeah, they, they're the most spoiled turtles in, in Los Angeles. And, oh, my uh, God. Their they're, they're aquarium, their terrarium, whatever you call it, turtlearium, is, it's incredible. It's half yeah. the size of your house. It's beautiful. Right. <laughs> it takes up an entire wall. Oh, yeah. It really does. So, um, yeah, there you go. My Christmas uh, miracle was the, the, the two turtles who are the apples of my eye. They are. Yes. <laughs> it's fantastic. There you go. All right. Sorry about it, that, Aaron. Go ahead. Um, I think in my case, I would do a... Uh, when I think about when I think fondly about it, I don't have like a one that stick out, but I do have. I feel like I've had so many very specific chapters of, of my life, like all three of us, like my our you know growing up, being little, being in being in different weather, my, my parents together, my parents very apart, you know, then having weird like hippie holidays like all spread out like got no no furniture and yet we're having a turkey breast like it's like what what is this you know you got to love them for trying to keep some kind of like vibe going mm-hmm. but sure. it just it, when you're a sensitive kid things don't ring true and then you start wondering like why is it why am i uptight and it's because it just doesn't i'm feeling that it's painful for someone <laughs> not necessarily me but it makes me uptight you know what i mean and so but I do have lovely memories of that. Like I, one of the only memories I have of me and my mom and dad doing something where everyone is having a nice time is doing, uh, we didn't have like, we, we had like homemade stuff on the tree. And then my mom was really into like popcorn, uh, you know, a sewing needle through the popcorn and having that on the tree. That was the thing that we would all do that together and listen to music. And it was something that I could help with. I mean, they didn't trust me with the needle or anything, but like I could help out, <laughs> could get the string together or something. I guess. <laughs> Sit there like an asshole. But like that's very like there are maybe three times I remember us together doing anything, and that was fun. And, and not that's being one tense. of them. Yeah, that's one of them. And and like it's not like I was I could think like I mean, they broke up when I was like eight, so it's a little weird to not have any memories. But it's <laughs> the way it is. It was what? pretty tense, pretty tense. And then, uh, then I, then I, when I started to get, I have definite memories in high school of having like going over to Mark's, going over to Damon's, and being around when like all of our friends are in good moods and and everybody's happy and everyone's full of cheer and you know for our own reasons though at the time you know we were going to go drink, we were going to go screw around, you know hang out with the chicks, ba 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 ba. You know there's a bunch of reasons to be jazzed. And then, and then I have a lovely set of memories. My 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 first wife, uh, Amy, and. We had a ton of great memories uh, with her and all of her family. It was amazing. And so that was great. And that was something I never had really had or been around, like a bunch of people who were all cool to each other and happy. <laughs> like a lot of them. Like Not a lot of people. popcorn. <laughs> I like that. But, I, but, I, but, I, but like it was, it was way more traditional, I would say. Yeah. And, and, and so that was lovely. And, then, and now I have a whole other set of – uh, of of relationships with it now that uh, my my wife now and and you know we have a house and so we do things our way and da 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 da, da. so it's very it's very nice but it's pretty layered my feelings about Christmas and mostly yeah. I just get happy about like you know 
I tried to a few years ago, I, I decided I was going to sort of take it back and just be excited, just be full of cheer about it. And it's, I've been happier since then about it. So sort of a rambly thing, but like, it feels like my relationship with Christmas feels like, um, that, that mural, you probably don't know this, George, but inside of uh, the white album and the original, uh, release of it was this big sort of like collage cut up poster. poster collage poster yeah uh, and like my memory of 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 it is like bits and bobs of all different times and so i love christmas when i think of it in that way i have very specific painful memories of very specific times though so i'd rather look at the collage <laughs> <laughs> as a whole thing as opposed yeah, to yeah, zeroing in because, on the individual pictures yeah because that, that way it gives everybody a break because then you're not saying oh it's great yeah, yeah but the next year fucking guy like <laughs> no one needs that kind of weight on them you know <laughs> Did uh so in in your memory with the with the stringing of the popcorn you're listening to music what song is on? I don't know. It's probably something like in it, it wouldn't have been Christmas music. It, it might have been oh, like no. Johnny Mathis or something like that. Oh, it might okay. have been Johnny Mathis, but more than likely it was something like you know either classical or something like Jerry Jeff Walker or something like that. Oh okay. Uh, you know yeah. or you know maybe the Beatles, but like we it wouldn't have been like typical. My parents were different. Atypical. Yeah. Yeah, and and lovely in in mostly lovely ways. I'm happy to say. Well, thank <laughs> you to both of you for doing uh, doing Christmas episodes. <laughs> Made us who we are here for you. Here we are world. celebrating a trilogy. A trilogy. <laughs> yeah, we're doing Since it for Nick, my love pump. <laughs> well, George, I know that you are looking for a specific sort of uh, you know, you know, a specific toy, a specific moment, or just, you know, something from back in, in Aaron and Damon's childhood. I, I feel like it wasn't that satisfying, though. But what what do you think? I, you know what? I got a turtle and I got a collage. And I got my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I have my answer. I have my answer. It's a Michael Caine miracle. It's a Michael Caine miracle. <laughs> You're welcome, George. George, you're welcome, George, my friend. <laughs> now, my Christmas was, don't point that mistletoe at me. <laughs> they called me Father Christmas. <laughs> Start battling canes. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, George loves it when we ramble about things, even if it doesn't make sense. Even if he's bored, you know why. That means that means more time when he doesn't have to go down to the torture chamber. But oh, guess what, remembered. George? Shit. Yes, you've been foiled again, my friend. Torture chamber. Okay, I'm not going to bullshit you, okay? I don't really give a good fuck what you know or don't know. But I'm going to torture you anyway. Suffering. I think I have this figured out. Last uh, episode, which is uh, Christmas extravaganza number two, Damon, a.k.a. me, Mm -hmm. was tortured. Yep. And George went first with Lady Gaga, correct? Mm, With Christmas tree. My vagina is a Christmas tree. (laughs) (laughs) And Aaron went second with Dominic the Donkey. Oh, yes. So that means me first, yeah? Does that mean Aaron is first in the torture session for George? Do you have anything to say about your offering this week, your Christmas <laughs> offering? 
I do. I do. I do. I have a few things to say. And uh, I guess I would start with, if you're curious, and I know everybody is, what it would sound like if uh, the Dark Lord, <laughs> Satan himself, <laughs> were, were to sing a Christmas song, uh, this is the answer to that, you know? And uh, this should serve as a warning uh, for all to, I don't know, decelerate uh, future curiosity you may ever have. <laughs> about anything <laughs> Christmas or otherwise <laughs> that's right and so uh you know you may want to to that and you may want to consider calling the you know the Pope or, or something else and maybe he could say a novena you know for the podcast or you you know specifically your ears <laughs> I'm uh, uh, and, I'm bi-curious does that count <laughs> <laughs> oh it counts it counts twice uh, so you know I I figure that this is this is that and I will also say one thing more this is a live track so oh. I want as when the first time we've done a live track, I think, on the pod. And so I want you to imagine that probably hundreds of people paid to see this happen. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> they paid. And this is back in nineteen seventy-two. It was released in nineteen eighty. And uh let's start it and then uh We'll talk about it. We'll talk about yeah. it. Is this a, is it a live video or just audio from the? No, from it's the live. Li- it's, yes, it's a good question. It's 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 no, it isn't. It's audio from that from that okay. moment. All right, so I, I won't be because here's the thing. I'd be the one getting tortured only because I'd be watching the video. <laughs> yeah, no one else watch, would. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's no. all it's audio, so we can all share equally. That's right. It's all the same. All okay. The same Do it. Okay. Fuck. All right. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> What? What's going on? Is this in English? What is that? What is that? I only picked up what he was saying because I have the 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 title of the song in front of me. Otherwise, there's no way to know what the hell this is. Yeah, this I is, thought that was a foreign ad. I really thought that was an ad in another language. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I it guess we'll wait for the It was the show. I didn't know. <laughs> this is a, a, a guy named Joseph Spence. And he's a guitar player, and he's sort of like an old bluesman, uh-huh. and uh, and he was he was native of of the Bahamas, but he lived in America forever. So like he is originally from another land, but uh, other other than America, but he spoke English. <laughs> so he was known. And he spoke it quite well. He was known though for this style of sort of like grumble humming. Instead of instead of singing the song, and then with this, he's like he's all over the map for the verse. He's like he just obtusely doesn't know or doesn't care, and he kind of knows the melody. He's kind of on, melody in big quotes, and then but when he gets to the chorus, he he just raises his voice and grumble hums louder. Yeah, Aaron, <laughs> and, have you and, have you revealed the name of it yet? It's Santa Claus don't, don't is coming oh, to town. Damn it! I was going to say, let's see how long it takes George to guess what it is. <laughs> okay. Oh is, gosh, that would so funny. So this yeah. is Santa Claus is coming to town. Parentheses Bahamanian grumble hum yeah. version <laughs> by the devil. Yeah, and so my 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 guess is that this is like he has been possessed. Joseph was a regular man in the fifties, and then like 
fucking angel heart style, the devil came into his body. <laughs> so, he got some and, bad and, Caribbean, like a juju, like a chicken. Yeah, he got a hold and, of some and, bad gumbo. Right, and, yeah, right. <laughs> and, and now the, the devil's in his belly. <laughs> it's coming out. It's yeah. coming out for the grumble hum. <laughs> yeah, and so it's fucking unbelievable. And, you know, he unsurprisingly, he died shortly after this uh, recording. But it, <laughs> that happens, you make a deal. He comes for your soul. That's it. That's right. He, he sang perfectly after that. Um, <laughs> He said, look, I'll make a deal with you. I will make you the best grumble hum singer in the world. <laughs> Done! <laughs> and He's like, yeah, hey, man, you got to find... In 1972, I get your soul. <laughs> yeah, because jo- Joseph was like, well, can I be the best guitar player or something? I already gave that to Robert Johnson. He likes sorry. going down the list sorry. of singer, and they finally went, well, I got grumble hum. <laughs> what do you got? I don't even know what that is. You could well, well, you could be no. the top. <laughs> grumble hummy? How about that? What... <laughs> and so this guy played... He was actually pretty regarded highly regarded in the guitar player were like rye cooter like dudes like that and like jerry garcia really appreciated his guitar playing he was always rocking an open d tuning okay. uh you know for, uh, for uh, musicians know that but uh it is uh just a method of there's a standard tuning that most folks use to uh be uh you know living room guitar players but there's a whole world of different tunings that you could use to make it easier for you to move around the neck and do interesting things and, you know, this guy had to concentrate on his possession. So, you know, he didn't have time to be making, you know, fat cowboy <laughs> co- cowboy chords with his with all of his fingers. So, he, <laughs> so here's him, you know, and he's – my mom showed me this, like, speaking of Christmas, uh, yeah. like around Christmas of probably 1990 or 91 because I shared it with the girl I was seeing at the time, Kelly, and she – She's still not right about it. She's still still still, upset. (laughs) She's mad at me, mad at my mom, mad at the devil. Um, She went to Notre Dame, so you know she's a Catholic. Sure, she feels it very deeply. But anyway, so but it it it's really something to me, and it and it's I can't listen to this song apart from Joe's version without thinking of of being afraid. (laughs) What the fuck is going on with this man? And then imagine, like, what if you were so it's 1972, you know, fucking hippie love fest running around. You're just happy that you're not in Nam, you know, running yeah. around. And this is, uh, you know, in, uh, in Massachusetts somewhere, you go out for a night and maybe your date takes you there. Oh, you got to catch this act. Okay. You don't know anything about it. And then this dude comes out. <laughs> yeah, and how many times do you like look around and like look for somebody else to be looking around and everyone's like wrapped attention? Like, Oh, yeah, right. Am right. I having an aneurysm or something? <laughs> Whisper loudly to your mate, is something wrong with your hearing? <laughs> Something's wrong with you, what, honey. What, what's going on? <laughs> so let's play it some more. Let's play it some more. We don't have drink. to worry about the words because Joe doesn't. Yeah. Okay, let's hear <laughs> it. We're I'm familiar with fascinated it. fascinated now. And just listen to, like, the stylings. I could just okay. see Aaron... Uh, texting us the lyrics it just says grumble grumble hum hum <laughs> I should have <laughs> grumble, I got the lyrics for you guys Santa grumble <laughs> alright ready here we go go <laughs> it's, it's sort of triumphant when he hits it yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna do it. You can just you can finally grab onto something. Yeah, when he, when he gets to the, that line. Yeah, because you're kind of thinking once you know that the song, you go right. You better watch out. You better. I hear it. 
But like, but then he'll be his grumbles will throw you off, and then all of a sudden you'll forget where you are. Yeah. So you go on a whole journey with Joe. See, a fan of buckwheat. It sounds like a kind of a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like it's an intense version of that, but like yeah. even more hard to understand yeah. the the comedic stylings of of buckwheat uh, and friends. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is possessed by by the Dark Lord. Right. By- <laughs> I think even Ronnie James Dio listened to me. He's like, hey, listen now. Hey, whoa. Dial it back a little bit. It's not cool. Whoa. Whoa, Beazzle. Not cool, guy. Not cool. Beazzlebub almost, when you say that word, almost sounds like a grumble humming. (laughs) 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 I feel like in in The Exorcist, if if Reagan picked up a guitar, it would sound like this. (laughs) It would sound like this. Oh, my God. I created grumble humming this day. <laughs> Devil just stops bothering her, and it's like, hey, that did, that sounds pretty good. Anybody else? No, we hate it. Yeah, but what about you know for, from the devil? Oh my what god! Did... Yeah, so like, <laughs> what I'm happy about is that hopefully other people will now have the same problem with Santa Claus is coming to town now for the rest of their days. <laughs> is that they'll only think of Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's hear a little more of this. He could be right. singing about crawfish for all we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Yeah, the, the guitar is the only thing that kind of keeps you on track, right? Kind of, yeah. Almost sounds like it's out of tune, too, with this drop D or whatever he's doing. Yeah. I think he dropped the guitar. <laughs> you know what he's doing? Like, it's it's, it's like he never was used to having a, a microphone anywhere near him. And it was, for him, he was just about the guitar playing. And then somebody started listening to him. And like, I think he's doing a move. And so, like, they just put a microphone edging towards him. Because, <laughs> like, as he goes to that part there where he's doing, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. It sounds like he's just going, he's just like, here's where I change. Here's where I move my pen. Like he's just singing. Yeah. <laughs> he's just fighting those moments to make a grumble, grumble, mumble. Yeah. He's just singing the mumble. chords. He's going C, 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 F, 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 G. C, 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 F, F, G, G, G. Sunny crop. So I guess the devil's inside of him. Maybe the devil's singing him and he just doesn't have a good, the devil doesn't have a great ear. He can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where like he's one of those dudes in it's like historical where. He's one of those guys where someone just found him playing music because he, he spent like a lot of those dudes uh, at that time were spent uh, spent a lot of time sharecropping as for work. And he was some some guy had a recording, a mobile recording console and recorded him, found him, was impressed by him and recorded him on a porch. Uh, <laughs> and, and that recording impressed so many people. It's like, what the fuck? And like it was the, you know. It was like the 40s slash 50s. And they were like, so that's how many guys? Is that like two guys? I was like, no, it's one guy. <laughs> it's one grumbly guy. It's one grumbly so guy. So I think we're hearing like a slower version of him now. Yeah. And then then he just started making records. And the devil and, signed him to a deal. Yeah. <laughs> Came, yeah he heard he met, got hold of a demo from this he porch. Met, and he, <laughs> he met a guy named Bill. <laughs> Z. Bill Z. I think it was. Yeah. Bill Z. Bub. Diesel bub. And he came down, he got signed to a record deal. Yeah. <laughs> on, on Rascally Rasputin Records. <laughs> Anyways, let's listen to some more. This sure. seasonal favorite. Jesus, yeah. From Old Scratch Records. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, better. Ah, never good. 
I didn't even know he finished the bridge. No, I didn't either. He, I, I don't know that he did. I don't know that he did. But then he's back into the next verse. <laughs> yeah, he's more comfortable in the verse and the chorus. I love that you know where we are in the song. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, no reference there's, point. There's certain points, like in the middle of him singing, I start drifting into like other Christmas carols. Like I start going city sidewalks well, and then right. back to Santa Claus is coming. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> left turn. Here we go. All right. All right. Sunday God is bother to say claws Sandy clore i mean it's just it sounds like he's drunk it sounds like he's just had a fucking bucket of moonshine yeah like you're right i mean it's what it sounds like he's really drunk yeah like i think that joe is drunk but the devil is fine and this is the way the devil plays fine you know (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) yeah by the way uh now i know why it's called the uh the devil's his instrument is called the pitchfork because he's pitchy that's right. A little pitchy. A little pitchy, dog. But, you know, this this kind of falls under the, the category of the of the assholes who think something, spe- specifically movies, are so bad it's That's good. good. Yeah. Right. And yeah. this this is – I don't – I never understood that. Like, it's just bad. I don't want to watch bad movies. I don't want to listen to bad music. I feel like this – the people are, are pulling He's the wool He's a genius. Over you don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think what this is in – his, in his defense, I've heard – for a bit of research on this, uh, there are songs of his from earlier. Like he always sang like that, but like his player used to, his playing used to be a lot more sort of intricate and exciting. And he's handling it. He's a fucking old ass man in this in this what we're hearing now. But still, Aaron, I don't still, think you hear any of us arguing about his guitar playing. <laughs> no, but like it's his voice that's like, yeah. why sing? Like leave yeah. it out. <laughs> it's easy, man. Just don't bring a mic on stage. But like, if you're miking an acoustic, you're gonna hear him. <laughs> Whatever, you can't keep him out. You don't. You don't understand grumble humming, bro. Just what do you mean? Come on, you don't get it. You don't understand grumble humming. I mean, don't sing. What does that mean? Like, and he's he's like, I'm not singing. <laughs> I'm just. This is what I do while I play guitar. Sorry. <laughs> so like, he's like, I don't know why people are making such a big deal about my fucking vocal stylings. I don't sing. I'm not a singer. I've never wanted to be. What if we found out he just had an enormous wad of gum in his mouth and that was part of why, that's why it sounds... Yeah, he like, takes the gum out, he sounds like Johnny Mathis. Exactly. Trance is all... Five pieces of great bubble gum in his mouth. He takes it out. And he, this <laughs> damn hubba bubba. This right. damn bubba bubba. I, you know, like, Big bubbles, no troubles. I'll tell you what, there's tremendous troubles. <laughs> <laughs> He had a whole pack of Freshen Up and it squirted. squirted all- <laughs> is, this, is, is this grumble humming? No, it's just bumble humming. Bubble humming. <laughs> bubble, bubble, bubble gum on your mouth. And you- <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Thank God. you. It, and like, I would be intellectually dishonest if I didn't say that like this is also apparently because of like what you were saying, Damon, it appeared on Dr. Demento as well. Like, so it did have a life in the, oh my God, it's so bad. Yeah, stop I'm not coming from that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not coming from that position on it. I'm coming from the back of like, I, this is a man who believes this to be normal and this is his delivery system. Hey. I hello? just lost everyone. I, George, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Aaron, you, I, I, all of a sudden everything went out. Yeah, Aaron, are you there? I think we just lost Aaron. Yeah, guess why? Guess who brought a song in to make fun of the devil? Yep. And Thanks, Satan. just got fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm going to see if he signs back into Zoom. Let me okay. see. Some son of a bitch is making fun of grumble humming in a supply closet in the basement. <laughs> Take oh, him out back. right okay. now. <laughs> you know, and I, I hope that old Scratch doesn't get me. You know, I'm full up. He just tried. He just tried, yeah. man. We lost it for like, do you know that, Aaron? We lost you for like 40 oh, seconds. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. no, I was, yeah, I was yammering through the whole oh, thing. Oh, no, we lost you. you. All of a sudden, it just cut you right off about yeah, oh, 40 it, seconds ago. <laughs> Yeah, but I was—I made some good points. You'll hear it on my tr- on my track. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> but really, I was just making great points. It wasn't really a discussion, as is my want. While you were gone, uh, George and I were grumble humming. <laughs> David said, and I said, I hate to break it to you guys. We've got two full minutes left of this song. <laughs> <laughs> the song's only two minutes and change. It's, no, it's it's almost three. It's two fifty four. All right, well, play a little bit more, but it's, you've got the point. Like it doesn't yeah. change. Like you know, he doesn't. He doesn't stop it. Just kidding. Why just, would you? You know, start doing like a Marvin Gaye. <laughs> I should have been gone. He goes into Oh Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, come on back. <laughs> he sounds like he's an old man who's like bending over trying to tie his shoes and he's like he's <laughs> like the, the 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 lace has come out of the hole he's trying to put it back he's like god damn fucker <laughs> why do they make him like this yeah he was the old man was dancing next to a guy who could play guitar and that's when his shoe came <laughs> and and so you're getting a recording of him bending over to tie it's his two shoe performances lace. yeah Right. It's a duet. Guy trying to tie shoes and <laughs> guitar player. Competent guitar player. <laughs> Somebody want to turn a light on in here? <laughs> Someone get my loafers. <laughs> All right. We'll see where he goes with this here. Okay, I'll tell you. I feel like we've already hit our final destination. But Straight let's to hell. Straight to hell. Yeah. Just right one more chunk. One more chunk and then let's bounce. All right. <laughs> Now that's the first time that he did the verse that was sort of comprehensible, right? Where he, you better not. I heard you better not twice. <laughs> yeah, so he's learning can. it now. Maybe he he's learning can. it right now on the fly. He can do it. <laughs> yeah, he can fucking do it. He's having a song. It's a they, put on. <laughs> <laughs> they could have. They could have kind of spliced the song together to make a full song out of it. But it would have been 14 baby. seconds long. It's live on a porch, Damon. Come on. <laughs> no, this isn't on the porch. This is oh, in a, okay. at a at a at a nightclub in a university. I think it's oh. a, it's a, I think it's like a theater in in uh, Newbridge, somewhere in Massachusetts. And someone paid for this. That is amazing. Yeah, dude, and you can hear him at the end. They cry, they applaud. This is like George's that that nightmare that he has is like someone paid for this and we're now listening to it like yeah, exactly a, <laughs> why aren't why aren't we getting paid to be on a stage somewhere yeah. i'm the fucking guy in the closet i should have yeah. mumbled home. what do i what how do i know <laughs> why does it it? Me? <laughs> see you gotta be different george some asshole would tell me that see you weren't different enough <laughs> all i'm hearing is grumbling and no humming george sorry <laughs> sorry just grumbling i don't know maybe try to tie your shoes i don't fucking know <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> 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 
It really does sound like there's a there's a guy playing at a club. He's just kind of like back hired to play background music on his guitar. And then the, one of the drunk kind of bar flies. They all they all laugh when he sings Christmas carols, and you know they yeah, all get a big laugh right. out of it. But it's to me, it's two different things going on here. Right, right. They are <laughs> not uh, on the same page. The um, what's the guy? What's the thing from you know Lord of the Rings? Whatever, like Gollum. Gollum. Gollum yeah. Yeah. He has a it Gollum sounds like if, if they made a Christmas like Schmiegel. Gollum at a Christmas special, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> a very Schmiegel Christmas. Exactly the Gollum Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, you know. And sorry to invoke uh, the uh, Satan himself's name so so often on a Christmas show. <laughs> well, you, know, it's, you know, but the more you say it, the more you own it. I think, pretty sure, or or, or he owns you. I don't know. It could be the the other way. <laughs> like Mel Brooks with Nazis. <laughs> That's right. Just say it, own it, take the take their horn, dull the horns. <laughs> Springtime for Satan. Yeah, we could be done, uh, but but like the 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 reaction at the end is cacophonous. Yeah, considering I, what we've just been dealing with. You know, I'm inviting trouble to my future editing self, but I want to hear the the reaction of this crowd. Yeah, I just so okay, I'm, let's do it. I'm skipping forward, future Damon, to <laughs> it looks like about two thirty four, which is okay. about twenty seconds left in the song. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about reliable disappointments. Right. Boy. He mixed it up at the end. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is he vamping out? <laughs> Doing the He's vamp out, out, guys. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Woo! Fucking crowd, shut up! Don't. As if that reaction I'm not buying isn't it. Bewilderment. You should be bewildered after that. Yeah. You're bewildered. You don't think that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I mean, this—that's like a make a wish or something, you know. Like this old <laughs> but in 1972, guy. They weren't even. It wasn't irony. Like you know, it was like there's another thing happening. They were appreciating it, and I don't get it. They're all high. Yeah, you know. Yeah, draft stupid, dodgers stupid hanging hippies. out in Massachusetts. Yeah. They went from here to cross the border to avoid we, the draft. We need to get Victor Lundberg into lecture that crowd. <laughs> exactly, he should be. He should be the fucking closer. This, he should be the. It makes me feel fucking... like Victor Lundberg when I listen to this. Come on, <laughs> Victor just walks out and smashes Joseph Spence guitar. <laughs> smashes it right. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> oh boy. That Shut was up, a- devil worshiper. <laughs> you crumbling devil worshiper. <laughs> Have some ham, would you? <laughs> Later on, they throw out just over over just pure grain alcohol. They both like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Meeting of the minds. Yeah. <sighs> so there's that one. Well, there you go. We've got some okay. Joseph Spence with Santa Claus is coming to town. And, well, as seems to happen here on Ear and Loathing, we have uh, kind of symbiotic songs here. Although oh. I would say oh, good news for me, uh, <laughs> I would say opposite sides of the of the spectrum, because where where Aaron, the Satanist, invokes the Dark Lord, your pal Damon brings in oh no one J Bones ah uh, J Boogie oh, no a breath of fresh air <laughs> J Bones is going to give us a Christmas sorbet right now good good, good. at least he's gonna he's gonna get some of the evil out of the room but uh, I didn't know that he could, was a singer frankly I didn't know what can't he do. 
You know, is he an alto? <laughs> you figure a rich baritone? Yeah, yeah. All right. Before everyone gets too excited, Joey Bones isn't singing or narrating this song, but he is a character who does appear in the song. Okay. Nice. Nice. And uh, I'm gonna say this is from a department. I did consult with with uh, with a company in this department. Came, you know, rose to the occasion and provided this for me. It's from the how do you make Bob Carlyle sound like Black Sabbath department? <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, here we go. Let's get okay. started. And uh, I'm going to send you guys some pictures while while the intro plays, and then we can we can chat merrily chat. Here we go. Sure. Trying to buy that last gift or two. I know this song. Not really in the Christmas mood. I think I do too. Standing I almost right picked it. in front of me. Little boy waiting anxiously. Pacing round like little boys do. And in his hands he held a pair of shoes. Oh, it's this. It's the fucking Christmas shoes. <laughs> With Rob Lowe and the fucking oh yeah. shit, yeah, this fucking guy with a fucking baseball hat. Yeah, take out the hat for the video shoot guy. Yeah, the, what's this asshole's name? Um, well, the, the band is called. Uh, sorry, I got it right here. They're called New Song, all one word: N E W capital S O N G. And they are oh surprise, Chris, Christian band. And the guy, the, the the annoying guy with the blue baseball cap yeah, for some reason yeah, this on fucking, Christmas. He looks like a mechanic. Yeah. yeah, right. His name is, I believe, Billy Goodwin. It's not Godwin. It's not pronounced Godwin. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, these these douchebags, the the personnel change is going in and out of this this dumb band new song. I don't. I, I couldn't even. I tried to follow it. I guess gave up. It, there's just too many dummies coming and going but uh new this song, song is a church reference i think isn't it like the, a new song church i think it's called a new song church i don't fucking know Maybe i'm gonna else. i'm gonna say yes i don't yeah I don't okay. right. <laughs> especially spelled like that it's all church references who cares so th- right. the, yeah. the, this song is infamous it, this it's almost like the, the low-hanging fruit like a like a we built a city or something that we on the mm-hmm. show it is possibly the worst Christmas song of all time. I felt like we wouldn't be doing our job if we, if I, someone didn't play it. And I figured this was my opportunity <laughs> when I found out what, what Aaron's year was, I went, well, I guess I have no choice <laughs> <laughs> to play from the year 2000, the Christmas shoes by new song. So, so far you guys have heard the lyrics, you know, what's going on. Like the, there's like, he's, this guy's in line. He's not feeling the Christmas spirit. So he finds like, some shoes. <laughs> well, there's a, do you know the story of the song, George? No. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Well, let's continue. I can't wait on. to find out. <laughs> what we've heard so far is it was almost Christmas time. There I stood in another line, trying to buy that last gift or two, not really in the Christmas mood. Standing right in front of me was a little boy waiting anxiously, pacing around like little boys do. Okay, so the kid's holding a pair of shoes. The kid looks like a, an, an urchin because his clothes are worn, blah, blah, blah. Sure, okay. Um, and so I don't know what part I got to because I was sending you those pictures, but let's see That's where funny. we are. In the yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. He's, it's a guy who's not feeling the Christmas spirit at a store doing some last minute Christmas shopping. And he sees a, a Dickensian street urchin 
trying to buy some <laughs> shoes. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So here we go. He was dirty from head to toe And when it came his time to pay I couldn't believe what I heard him say Sir, I want to buy these shoes How do you like that key change? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this one because I hate Jews? Is that the next line? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here we go. The, he wants to buy these shoes. For my mama Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her side. He has to tell the sales clerk that it's Christmas Eve, by the way. Hey, there's there's a line here, fuckface. I don't need to hear your old story. Do you, do you, do you have the seven nine dollars, don't you? <laughs> okay, now th- now we start to take a, a, a turn here. Here we go. Okay. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while, and I know these shoes will make her smile. And I, I doubt it. The- she's on death's door. <laughs> your, your, your lungs are falling out from cancer. Here's some shoes. What does she give a shit? <laughs> and what? you know this is fucking going. This fucking virtual signaling, fucking cunt. <laughs> now and guess you, what I did? All right, you guys. As uh, as promised, asshole. as promised, we have a guest star. And th- here's here's why he wants these beautiful shoes for his his sick mom. Listen to this line. Here it comes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Bad parenting. Just terrible parenting. Fuck off. Hey, mom's dying tonight, probably. So go get her some shoes, or maybe just go sit with her, little kid. Yeah, fuck. What are you doing out in the streets, hoping that some Christian freaks out? <laughs> so yeah, he's he's uh he's at the store. He's uh, he's uh, buying some Christmas shoes for mom. Now, all I my takeaway is like that she's gonna wear in her coffin, right? Well, I thought yeah, she, you know, in the great beyond, Jesus in heaven. Great That's beyond. what I thought. If you meet Jesus in heaven, you well. Would. You better yeah. have good shoes on. Jesus is, a, you know, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a foot fetish guy, and uh, you better, you know, <laughs> some nice shoes on. Jesus doesn't know from shoes beyond sandals, baby. Yeah, right. I was just gonna say, what does he know from shoes? Make it a Birkenstock. Save the goddamn money. What are you doing? <laughs> he washes feet, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, I mean, dude. He, he, whores. Yeah. So who knows? He likes them barefoot. He said, he said, God said at that time, right? I mean, I'm no, I'm no scholar, clearly. But didn't he say, like, God is in the bush and in the tree and fucking everywhere and fucking just go be a good man? Don't be an asshole because I'm everywhere. You don't need to buy a bunch of shit. Yeah. Uh, including you don't, certainly don't need to buy fucking Zapatos. When <laughs> 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 you're a little tiny Tim, man. Excuse me, those Jimmy Chews? What are you wearing there? <laughs> Jimmy Chews, you have know? <laughs> Is that what he's going to say at the pearly gates? So, uh, I need an eight and a half guy. Big, 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 long line. Hey, in the pearly gates. Hey, you and the Jimmy Chews up to the front. <laughs> what? Uh, well, um, this song checks a lot of boxes for us that, that we appreciate here on Aaron Loathing. Um, I, I'm going to name some of them so far. And as we get to the, to, to them, cause we can keep checking them off. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say them, but so far we have the overwrought white singer. Mm-hmm. We have a Christian band. We have a song about Jesus. We have a loved one dying. He's getting ready to tell you that he's going to take care of the day with him buying the thing. And that will restore his Christmas spirit. So he's a fucking cocksucker, like stolen <laughs> valor motherfucker too. <laughs> 
Aaron, spoiler alert. Over Thanks, here. Aaron. You know he's going to do it. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. George wanted to see where the story went. He said, fuck you, kid, and leaves. And then he bought a fucking... Uh, he bought, bought a chainsaw, a... and he said, fuck yeah. off. And he... <laughs> ah, the spirit's with me again. Well, Aaron did go leaping ahead into the song, but uh, one of my next... My next uh, bullet points was narrator mm-hmm. making the song about himself. <laughs> right. Yeah. My goodness. Get the kid into your car. Stop singing on the corner with all your yeah. hoodlum friends, your Chris- Christian hoodlum friends. Get the kid, take him to his mom, and buy him some soup so they're their last moment. Fucking asshole. Yeah, and take that <laughs> stupid fucking hat off. <laughs> take your hat off. Yeah. <laughs> Knocking off his head. Take that stupid fucking hat First off. First of all. Bob. Bill, what's his name? Goodwin, Godwin, Goodwin. Yeah, Bill Godwin. Fucking Billy Goodwin. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So the 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 story continues, and uh, let's see what what happened next here, because we're all we're all waiting with bated breath to see what happens to Billy and the and the orphan, <laughs> soon to be orphan, I should say. <laughs> the kind of pain is for what seems like you. And this is another one. I don't know if you guys can tell what he's saying, but it's a lot of like hammering lyrics into into a melody. Yeah. Sounded like you said panties. <laughs> it did sound like that. He said they counted pennies for what seemed like oh. years. So Oliver here is is you know <laughs> reaching deep into his pocket to to get enough money for mom's shoes. Here we go. And he's impatient too for what seemed like years. Exactly. Fuck! I'm trying to get home. <laughs> Fucking dead with the panties. Bought my wife the last gift. I got some Charlie for put on the tree, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> gift, gift box of Charlie comes with the bath bomb, you know. Hey, Penny Lane, let's go. <laughs> Jesus, someone give this kid a 20. Let's go. I'll pay for the fucking shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cashier said, son, there's not enough here. He searched his pockets frantically. By the way, the cashier has zero Christmas spirit. What an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> there's not How enough here. How many pennies was he missing? I mean, he's probably making minimum wage. I don't think that he's got tons of money, but he could just kind of let the kid walk out with the shoes, right? And can't yeah. fucking Bobby Blue Cap read the room to just go, I got it. I've got it. I've got yeah. it. I'll take it. I got it. Enough of this. Aaron's uh, spoiling it again for our But stop listeners. it now, though. Like, instead of... <laughs> you should have seen it happening. We've got already. two more verses to get to. Come on. <sighs> Here we go. Then he turned and he looked at me. He said, Mama made Christmas good at our house. These lyrics are just so fucking ramrodded into this melody. I, it's You would think if you're trying to tell a story song, you could tell what the story was about. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys have no idea what he's saying, right? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I pulled up the lyrics now. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm appalled. <laughs> I, I almost feel like that. I almost feel like this is one of these songs where where uh, people who like Christian music, or maybe you know the Victor Lumbergs, the world. Remember, they'd always go, "Well, I like this. I like this song. You can understand the words. Yeah, you know, which isn't something you could do in today's music very much. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a lot of the YouTube comments of people. It's mostly people who have lost their mom. Yeah, and so this song always makes me cry. Well, that's fucking terrible and and pain, painful as hell. And you know, I, yeah. I, I I have total empathy for that. I'm not making fun of those people. I'm saying, yeah. the only people who are going to be affected by the song are people who can latch onto this one emotion in it because the rest of it is pure garbage. I I lost my mom uh, ten years ago, uh, ten ten years three days ago, and um, I'm horrified by this song. <laughs> it gives me no feeling. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. It's, you're like, guy, why, you're ruining this, this, this intense. Oh my God. I can't even imagine. So like, I can't say shit, but like Jesus. the truth is, is that like this phony baloney pathos would like, I don't think you have any, I don't think you care. And, Shave your fucking half a beard and put on a, <laughs> put on a big boy hat. Oh, me. by the way, the, so the, the other two pictures I sent you were just kind of screenshots of the video because it's so ludicrous. The video that I saw, which which is, you know, uh, Billy Ballcap um, <laughs> was another screenshot. But it's a lot of sh- close-up shots of his face with this blue plain cap. Yeah. And then shots of his him singing with his band around him as you can see kind of positioned and if you look at the two pictures side by side it's the band just kind of shuffled around <laughs> like they've moved them around like a manger scene <laughs> and it seriously looks like he just rubbed some charcoal on his face like every i encourage everyone to fucking watch this vid it doesn't look like any there's not one actual follicle on it, it looks like they just sprayed it on it does ew, yeah. ew, ew. <laughs> Yeah, it's like oh. it's like when they would, you know, on the Twilight Zone, when they would have a, a hobo or something, <laughs> <laughs> right, like yeah. a stage beard on, them. like Groucho's mustache. There's like no, not, you never had an actual mustache. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going here because I've got plenty oh. more nuggets. But here, let's uh, here here where the story goes. Okay. Yeah, Even though Aaron ruined it already. Aaron ruined Christmas. <laughs> you ruined Christmas. <laughs> not the first time. <laughs> Most years she just did without Tell me, sir, what am I gonna do? Somehow I've gotta buy her these Christmas shoes Can I just give you money to shut up? This kid's giving a fucking <laughs> soliloquy. And, like, I don't know why these, these lines are supposed to be from a kid. You know, this, that's not how kids talk. Why is this but... kid out on Christmas Eve by himself? <laughs> I holds this fucking guy. Why is this kid out nine years old buying shoes on Christmas Eve? <laughs> that should Eve? be alarming Where's enough. Where's his father or whatever? Like, <laughs> yeah, whose kid is this? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, get on, get CPS on the phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. Somebody do something. <laughs> or hit Bobby Billy Bathgate with the fucking phone. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> All right. So I laid the money down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like Bon Jovi. Yeah. And I'll never forget the look on his face when he said, Mama's gonna look so great. In her coffin. With, With these shoes. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to me. <laughs> All right. Well, another chorus. I'm actually going to make you listen to this entire song, A, because Aaron spoiled it. And <laughs> Do B, it. <laughs> the final checkbox is going to be the, the last chorus. <laughs> Sir, I wanna buy these yeah! shoes. Another key change, by the way. <laughs> For my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve, and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while. Jesus Christ. <laughs> is, the, is the dad just drunk and depressed, like, sending his kid out, like, Diego Barney shoes, huh? <laughs> this guy, the writers of the song are just shitting on real human experience. They're just shitting on it. It really is. This oh, is, like, the most surface, awful. corny yeah. song ever. Like, you know, this this makes Bob Carlyle sound deep, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. At least Bob Carlyle saying about, you know, a shitty cake and stuff. <laughs> and a pony, I think. 
And alternative lifestyles. Yeah. Falling into a bush, hammered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so coming up after this chorus, we we have a, a powerful bridge where you know he he's, sees Jesus's love and everything, and then the last chorus is the coup d'état. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. He came right at us, didn't he? Yeah. Go! <laughs> channeling Eddie Vedder for this section. <laughs> All right, here we go. Suddenly he's in the drifters. Back <laughs> <laughs> me Okay, to remind me what Christmas is all about, because I, I want to save the, the the last course. But but again, yeah, as we said, he he, it's all about him now. <laughs> like that that kid's mother dying was so this guy could get his Christmas spirit back. That's the, that's the yeah, logic. Yeah, yeah, that's what Jesus is thinking about. That's yeah. the first thing on his list. <laughs> and you, fucking Jesus people, I know you're out there. There's a lot of you fuckheads. Like, why would Jesus make this kid's mom sick in the first place? You know, there's no fucking logic to any of this stuff you guys think about. And also, why would you why would you torture the kid into like how how slow is this guy on the uptake to have a religious epiphany? Right at the beginning, you see the kid, go sort him out. Don't yeah. make him go through the dance of going in, showing you know, talk to 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 Bah Humbug sales associate. Yeah, the humiliation in front of yeah. the line of Watch- people. Endless amounts of pennies. Begging. He's begging. The kid's begging. Yeah. yeah. Fucking sort him out. Give him a fucking ham sandwich and, a, you know, some shoes. Yeah. He wants them so bad. Buy his mom some chemo. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> How about a better fucking doctor? Do- better doctor. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Second do- opinion. Do something. Yeah, she do she something. went to the same doctor that Rocky's wife went to. <laughs> Adrian. There's no way out of this. There's none. All right. Bert so- Young was a warmer heart than this guy. <laughs> <laughs> when he broke Rocky's pinball machine. Because <laughs> he got jealous. Right. Oh, you're talking about the movie. I'm talking about our pal Rocky. He's talking from the about song. Rocky. The, yeah, the song. No, got, get, we, yeah. It's, it's fucking layered, dude. Yeah, you're giving us a three headed Hydra of shit talking. Aaron told us his approach to Christmas was layered, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a different part of the collage, all right? Just wake up. <laughs> You knew Ian Loathing was many levels of comedy. You knew when you signed on. There's none, and then two levels above that. <laughs> the last chorus of these fuckheads, and, and here we go. This is just the, uh, the fucking Christmas cherry on top. What Christmas is all about. Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. You can't do, finish the song without kids singing. Yeah. yeah. And that unison kid singing. It's yeah. Like, right. It's like the, the shining kids are singing at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's creepy. Uh, Come and wear shoes with us, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas shoes. Forever and ever. <laughs> and can you stop counting those pennies, Danny? <laughs> it's Christmas really don't want those in the afterlife. <laughs> 
<laughs> just leave just just leave it. Leave him there, Dan. Could you hear says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while. And know these shoes will make her smile. And want her to the Here we go. I wanted to come in like that. Hello. (laughs) This is Billy Goodwin wishing you and yours. (laughs) Did you notice that I found Christmas through this experience. <laughs> Their whole life was like a diorama played out for me. Bobby bullshit. <laughs> now I get it. Thank you, Jesus. And now, if you'd like these to buy a commemorative ball cap in blue. <laughs> a plain blue. All the proceeds will go to buying shoes for cancer survivors. <laughs> it only cost 800 <laughs> shitty pennies. Exactly. 800 <laughs> shitty pennies. <laughs> This penny's not shitty enough. <laughs> You're not dirty enough. Go get dirty. Go get dirtier pennies to pay with. <laughs> Can't take these. <laughs> so the the aftermath of this song uh, was, as I think George or Aaron said, the the uh, Rob Lowe movies. Yeah. By, by the way, plural movies. There was a trilogy of these. There was like uh, Christmas shoes, Christmas dickheads or something and <laughs> christmas fuckwads and and then also a series of books was written as well by this looney tunes uh christian writer in fact i think she wrote the book when she heard the song and then they started making the movies about her books i'm gonna read you really quick the that song is called the christmas shoes now right. these are all the books she's written many of which have been turned into tv movies but now just say the christmas and fill in the blank with these words Shoes, blessing, hope, promise, secret, journey, note, light, town, star, and table. What a racket, baby. Wow, this it's is like a the racket baseball cap averse or whatever. Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> the J-Bones averse? The shoes averse? The... <laughs> yeah. Fuck, someone, this is an empire. And again, here we sit in the fucking closet. And this, this woman <laughs> is just, she has a fucking mansion made of shoes and Fuck. I guarantee you that the three of us have a better relationship with Jesus Christ than any of the people involved with this song. Well, if anything, we understand his message better. Right, right. Fuck, don't don't be a fucking wad. Yeah. Fucking. And she, by the way, she also wrote a trilogy about the end times, like a (laughs) sci-fi. Oh, they love that, baby. They love that. Because here's what you do. Here's what will happen to you cunts if you don't do what I say and- do my version of Jesus and my version of God. Right, right. Shut up. Don't scare people into diking it. Did he fucking one time say any scary shit? No. He's washing feet. Right. Good guy. Hanging out with the whores. I would love to hear a mashup of this 
and and Bobby Parsons' Santa Claus is Coming to Town. A mashup of these two songs would be – Joey Spence, yeah. Talk Let Joey him. Spence. Talk about something that would be a huge hit on the internet. I might be able to do that over here if you want me to give it a shot. Yeah, do it. Yeah, let's hear that. All right, let's see. Bear with me. I got I to gotta run two audios at the same time. He ran two audios together. <laughs> All right, let's get him somewhere in the middle, and we'll get uh, Bobby Goodwin in the middle. Uh. <laughs> go, Jesus, go! Kick his ass, Jesus! This is actually what it sounds like when Satan fights Jesus. It's, it's, this is it, right? <laughs> That's what the end times are going to sound like. That's, that's the sound of the end times. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's all I got other than um, my funny. last gag that I have here that I might as well throw into the mix. is <laughs> This song is from um, the year 2000. And I'm glad we didn't have a global shutdown on Y2K, but maybe a strategically targeted shutdown of the recording <laughs> studio where this was made. I don't know. There's just one computer stopped working. It's, it's just not working. The air traffic controller. I don't Guys, know. My, my Pro Tools went down. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I can't finish it. Sorry. <laughs> Christmas so shoes is canceled. <laughs> there you go, George. Oh, my God. Fuck. This is a this is this is truly a difficult decision. I've uh, the last few Bountiful. minutes have been going over it. And I, it um, George, it comes down to Jesus versus Satan. Where, right, what man. side yeah, do you come no, down it's, on? It's clear. I, yeah, it's it's clear who you should pick. I uh, <laughs> honestly think there is. I think there's more Satan in that ball cap than there is in all of Jimmy Spence. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 because I, I'm inclined to agree with you. I only can come out that, that, that Jimmy Spence. I don't think was was uh. I think he was genuine in what he wanted to do. He was trying to, he was trying to be good, or that he that mumble mumble core. What's it called? Mumble, mumble. <laughs> yeah, he hum? just could. Yeah, he couldn't figure out why people kept bringing microphones closer right. to his face. He was just playing his guitar on his porch. <laughs> he wasn't trying this? to be an asshole when right. ball cap Billy there is trying to be. He's aggressively trying to be an asshole and, and do Mission a tear jerking Jesus yeah. exploiting song about <laughs> <Yeah>. shoes, which <laughs> horrible tragedy exploiting, horrible exactly. fucking child but, labor so, exploiting, right? Uh, just, homeless exploiting, uh, homeless lose anyone who's having to go through the awfulness of losing a parent exploiting exploiting that. Right. So it just fuck I, off. I, I have to go. I have to go with the Christmas shoes. Oh, yeah, you do. Of course you do. The I totally agree. <laughs> Another connection between the songs, when Jimmy Spence was bending down to tie his shoes, were they Christmas shoes? <laughs> were they Christmas shoes that he was trying to tie? He was struggling. Uh, he stole them off a dead body. Great yeah. job. Great job. And, and like, here's a Christmas miracle, too, is that, like, on our last episode of the, of the Christmas shows, that I think we all agree, there is no loser. George was right. <laughs> our fans might disagree with that, but... Uh, That's true. Yeah. Well, they've been losing for 40 episodes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyone so who still stick around it. at this point is just, that's their problem. It's been a, it's been a long season for them. <laughs> <laughs> Living that lose life. Yep. 
So to wrap up our trilogy of of Christmas mirth, George is going to he's he's uh, put together a little uh, Christmas sorbet for us. But first, we do need to check in with our pal Majel. Yeah, and uh, see what she has to say. Sorbet for that oh so fresh feeling. <laughs> Ah, feels better already. Yep. So George has a sorbet for us to wrap up the the Christmas spirit here in Ear and Loathing, and tell us about your choice. I uh, you'll know it right away. Uh, this is this is the this is always the first song on uh, my Christmas mix on any one it is on any one I make. This is the first one always. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs, and you will know it right away. All right, here we go. Got an ad. Got an ad. <laughs> They've commercialized Christmas. This isn't Jimmy Spence? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like Satan's about to arrive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is an oh so fresh feeling. So it is. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. How can you go? This is exactly uh, like I, I mentioned earlier. I'm just not into Christmas or anything. But when I hear shit like this, I suddenly get the Christmas spirit, big time. Totally, absolutely. Yeah. Say, say who this is and, and what song. Oh, it is this for. this is the this is the uh, the Christmas song, and it's Nat King Cole. Yep. Uh, the progenitor of Christmas sweaters, too. By the way, pretty killer, well, right? The cardigan killer right. album cover. <laughs> yeah, Guys, right, go yeah. look up Nat King Cole. The Christmas song, and he is he is roasting by an open fire like the chestnuts. Yeah, and he's holding what appears to be a teddy bear, and he's got a killer sweater on, Re- yeah. really nice. And that's you know that predated Cosby by decades, I, I imagine. Yeah, one for each each co- shade of every color. I'm sure he had one of those sweaters for sure. Are you looking at it, Aaron? Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, let's listen. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Oh, that's a problematic lyric. (laughs) <laughs> this this kind of reminds me of you know how you, you would hear i don't know pat boone do tutti frutti or something and yeah. then and then you hear little richard do it and you just go shut the fuck up yeah. i feel like mel torme's version of this even though like you hear that first and you go oh this is pretty good and then you hear nat king cole do it and you go yeah mel shut the fuck up well, so here, here's the interesting i didn't even know i've liked this song for i don't know 25 years but i did not know that that Mal Torme wrote this and yeah. Yeah. And that, that it was, um, it was almost my, my, um, my Bing Crosby, um, uh, Christmas in July pissed off moment. This is what is, <laughs> is how they came up with this. So this is how they come up with this. It's him and the guy named Bob Wells, I think is the other guy he wrote it with. And so, yeah, Bob Wells, Robert Wells. And so it's, it's, uh, it's hotter than, it's hotter than hell in July. They're in the studio. It's burning hot outside. And, Wells just writes down they're trying to trying to cool off and he writes down a couple of things on a piece of paper like chestnuts roasting 
Yuletide carols, Eskimos, and he writes it down on a piece of paper. Torme walks by, looks at it, and goes, huh. And 20 minutes later, this is done. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's how they did this. And they weren't even trying freely for a Christmas song, particularly. They were just trying to think of cool things to cool off to make them feel cool because it was so fucking hot out. Right. And that's hmm. how they wrote this song. It's a great fucking melody. It is. It's incredible. And I just like it. Like you said, it's it's. In, I, I didn't know this too that the the version we're listening to is 1961, but mm-hmm. Nat King Cole did this three times. He did it in 1946 with his trio. Then he re-recorded it, even though Capitol didn't want him to. Capitol Records didn't want him to, and added a string section and a full orchestra with Nelson Riddle, uh, you know, uh, conducting or arranging. Mm-hmm. And then in '61, he he did it again with a guy named Ralph Car- Carmichael, and that's the one that everybody likes. Is Ralph that Car- one? Wasn't that the guy who was with Bing Crosby on the Christmas dinner song? Ralph Am Carmichael. I, I don't know. Was it? Yeah, I it think was. so. Yeah, we made fun of his name, yeah. and that he had it on all of. Yeah, Bob Carmichael and the Bar- Bob Carmichael, you know, Good Time Gang. This yeah. is Ralph Carmichael, though. No, it was this, Ralph Carmichael. It was. It was Ralph was Carmichael. It? I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> Here he is. Here he is. He's doing, everywhere. Here he's yeah. doing great things. The the the, the, yeah. the, uh, the, the Christmas, uh, what was it called? The country style Christmas Christmas right. dinner was his piece of shit. This is yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this one, this one always just, and, and you know, I also, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I, I, I thought about it that I, and I guess I'm like this with a lot of Christmas music that I don't I don't have any other Nat King Cole songs that I like other than this. And I think often he's forgotten or underrated in that group of singers like Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra. And and he's really I mean his this his voice is incredible. I mean when he I mean you it's him you think about when you Yes, I hear you, but also yeah. like it's Stardust and like When I Fall in Love. When you think of those songs, it's him. It's his version that you're thinking. I mean, everybody and their brother did Stardust, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. He doesn't get that first love. He doesn't first it, wave like, of the love. First line that those yeah, guys are yeah. in, he's not in it, and I it's right. bullshit because he's yeah, really he's fucked he's, up. He, I mean, like you were saying, Damon, Bing Crosby basically owns Christmas, and you look mm-hmm. at all of his stuff and the rest of, of course, Bing Crosby's great, but you look at Nat King Cole and you're like, God damn, mm-hmm. he's just he's better. Well, but, that was that was kind of my point earlier, where you know credit to Mel for writing the song and everything. Yeah. But guess I hate to break it to you, Mel, but I'd rather hear Nat King Cole sing the song anytime over Mel Torme. Yeah, I think that this song is better than those other songs too. This song is better than that. So I mean, it's, so Mel gets some love for yeah. that because I think it's a better song than you know White Christmas and stuff. I don't know. Maybe yeah, he he gets he gets credit for wandering by a cocktail napkin that Bob Wells had scribbled on. <laughs> it was a napkin, dude. A napkin cast. It's the same napkin that they, they blaze of glories on the other side. Yeah, and all of our prem gens. <laughs> That's right. The nap cast. <laughs> all right. Let's hear a little more on that. Yeah. Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe. It's tough to make the word How turkey sing. Yeah, right. It is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. How can Nat soar with eagles when he has to work with turkeys? <laughs> That's why his, his middle name is King, baby. That's why they call <laughs> him King. Because he can make turkey fucking sexy. Make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow. Napoleon, give me some of those tots. 
<laughs> Give me your thoughts. Just what he fucking did, the way he handled that, the mic, like, it's so amazing here. Like, Frank was just the, the best, maybe, but like, yeah. the mic control move, fuck, it's amazing. Like, Bing, Frank, and Nat, like, doing that control of their voice it, with a microphone. And the placement that they put on it and the way they modulate themselves. And so beautiful. It's astounding. And yes. I don't fucking know if you can fucking learn it. You can yeah. finesse it like old Frank did. Right. But fucking you got the juice or you fucking don't got the juice. Yeah. You you, you can, besides just, it's not just volume control. Like you move yeah. the microphone away. Mm-hmm. So when you're hitting the loud notes, it's more also like knowing how a microphone's going to react to your voice. Right. And make it not sound like you're falling out a window. It's your it's what the beautiful melody should be doing. Yeah. But yeah. you've got to account for that with your f- placement and not be moving around and having it be a noisy microphone. <laughs> probably probably without a windscreen too, like I have now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Gosh, he's so good, man. He is. Man. Uh, the uh, speaking of microphones, also what I'm enjoying is I'm going to assume this is at least the band, meaning the orchestra or at least the string section and the band are live. He might've overdubbed the vocal later, or he could be singing live with them. But point being is like, everything is just mic'd perfectly. And this isn't multi-track, you know, this is probably like a couple mics in the room and and you can hear the upright bass, which is usually really hard to, to uh, distinguish amongst all the strings and everything. But, uh, the, perfect engineering on on songs like this too well this this guitar sound they get later like there's no there's nothing better than that when the little guitar solo that's in this it's so quiet but so right right there you can feel it and hear it and you know is matt playing piano on this or hmm i don't know i didn't look that up Hmm. it's interesting hmm Play it tomorrow, I'll look it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies. Santa's loaded? <laughs> yeah! Toys and goodies on his sleigh. <laughs> And every mother's child is gonna spy to see if reindeer really know how to fly. If not, you can just use Dominic the Donkey. <laughs> it's a Don't buddy, worry about it. It's Buddy Cole on piano. <laughs> oh. Buddy Cole! Well, is this his brother or something? Like mm, Cole? Is it, or is it spelled C-O-A-L, like the pun list? <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> All right, sorry. I'm trying to be a broadcaster here. Calling it back. Come on. Go. Sorry, I'm ruining George's Christmas. And so I'm offering this simple phrase. Kids from one to ninety-two. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. Get him, buddy Cole. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, that jazzy. Oh, that's just fucking perfect. It's just, yeah. you know, and it makes it makes me want to drink too. Like I can just taste Jack Daniels when I do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just makes me. This, this makes me love Christmas even more. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, um, like, and also again, I. I feel like all those guys are in the same room together like that guitar yeah. is just kind of set somewhere where it's going to be picked up and it's not going to be too loud and but you can also hear it yep. and then for the rest of the song he's just quietly playing the rhythm it's so yeah. so good i love that it shit is, yeah yeah the craftsmanship across the board is fucking stunning mic placement fucking everything, everything performance yeah and there's no space what if suddenly in the song right during that that piano and guitar part you just someone started like just tuning a rototom it's an odd choice (laughs) whatever man and jimmy spence is going like the devil's inside of that kid that's what something should sound like what no it's a pretty christmas song there's no rototoms in this (laughs) and not king cole unbuttons his drop down pajamas (laughs) pajamas <laughs> it's his drop drop <laughs> seat moons the, his drop seat pajamas and moons the whole orchestra oh matt he's crazy <laughs> Nat, nat's been nipping at the sauce already nathaniel <laughs> he's the king of pranks Ugh. all right i'm offering the simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two, although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to the fucking crazy chills. I know, <laughs> so good. Ooh, l- nice little last yeah. guitar chord. That little guitar part. I-, I feel like he's in the room with you. There's something very personal about that. Intimate, like you feel he's yeah. there. He's right there. You feel like he's you are by his fireside with him, and he's singing. Like it yeah, feels right. Very personal all the time with that song, and that's hard to do. That's a singer. That's really hard to do that after you know a hundred thousand listens of this. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And what I mean, what a perfect way to end our trilogy of Christmas happiness with Nat King Cole. It doesn't get better than that. And his and his chestnuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> and his, Nat and his warm nuts. <laughs> Nat and his warm nuts. <laughs> what did what did when he he and Natalie that when he did the thing when the, the duet went after what was that? That was Unforgettable. Unforgettable, that's right. Yeah, it was on was. Uh, glomming on to dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. It was a massive fucking record. Remember how fucking huge that record was? Yeah, god damn yeah. it. Yeah. Um but wow, what a song. What a way to end. So good. Great choice, dude. Thank you. Great yeah. choice. For sure. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. <laughs> right. <laughs> forget everything else you ever heard. Yes. Yeah. Try this. to. Try to. It's a yes. small service we provided. <laughs> yes. The, the Gitmo Bows. What is our name? The Gitmo What's Bows? <laughs> the Bimbo Bows? The, bo- <laughs> the Gitmo Bozeman Montanas? How do you say Gitmo Bros in, 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 in Mumble Hum? How does it sound? <laughs> Bimbo boys. Bimbo boys. That's it. Do it again. That was good, Aaron. Yes, Bimbo do it. Bimbo boys. Junior bars. Junior bars. Well, yeah. We so I hope we didn't ruin Christmas for you guys because I don't know. We we played a lot of horrible stuff, but I think we redeemed ourselves with our sorbets, didn't we? Oh man! Each and every time we did, every time. Yeah, every time. So happy holidays, everybody. What what date does this drop? Does anyone know? Is it like the twenty 
second uh, or something? Uh, right around, right around that, in there, yeah. Yeah. So when you all, because as we've established, our our research team determined that everybody listens to Ear and Loathing the second it drops. <laughs> the very they do. day. Oh, yeah. That's what, that's what we started advertising the day before the last couple of weeks. That's so right. people yeah. know it's coming. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, this comes yeah. Out, yes, you're right, Dan. It comes out on the 22nd. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you've got a couple days to prepare. And, you know, why not listen to all three episodes again? You know, like what's stopping you to get in more in the Christmas spirit? Come on. That's what yeah, we're Yeah, get for. on the fucking internet and tell Damon happy birthday tomorrow, which it is when you hear this. Oh, yeah. When you hear this, tomorrow's my birthday. That's right. Yeah. 23rd. That's just good. Good for you, Damon. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, not. Dude, he, I got, you know. <laughs> He's about 25 years old to be able to rent a car. Think of all the yeah. fucking adventures you'll have. <laughs> Freedom, joy. I promise I won't get your messages till like the 26th or 7th because I'll be passed out on a beach in North County, San Diego. Drunk. <laughs> well, you know, if that's your Christmas, God damn it, I, I, I salute you, sir. Yeah, mazel tov. I'll be passed out drunk just in my, in my bar garage. <laughs> George is going to leave the storage closet and drink just somewhere else for once. Drink somewhere else and just be sitting there listening to Nat King Cole. Looking at <laughs> I'll be passed lights. out on joy, pure joy. Pure joy. Oh, boy, will I be. <laughs> no, me. That's me. You're going to be drunk. Yeah. Don't, oh, I'm, I'm just drunk. Gonna be, I'm gonna pure joy. Don't take away my joy. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Sober joy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, why don't we sign off here and say goodbye to the people and wish them all happy holidays. And guess what? We're still going to see you next week. That's right. We'll be here. I think yeah. we even might have some special things planned for the last episode of the year. Say what? goodbye to 2022. What? Wait a second. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be wild. Don't miss it. All right, my bitches. Have a good Christmas and uh, talk to you guys next week. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Hello! Hey, there's my butthole. Mom! Take it easy. Lower it. I'm I'm not going to lower it. I have to do this now. I don't mind you playing it, but lower it. Tune in next week for more Ear and Loathing. End transmission. Goodbye.